Hello and welcome back to the Similar Podcast. My name is Simcha Klein. I'm very proud of myself that I did not screw up this week um, and forget to record. Um, you know, the bare minimum is important to congratulate yourself. Um, this week was very wonky um, in terms of mentality and timing. Um, <clears throat> it started on Wednesday morning. Um, on Mondays and Wednesdays, I have a Zoom class and then an in-person class um, 15 minutes apart from each other. So I go on to campus for the Zoom class, um, so that way I can make it on time for the in-person class. Um, I ended up leaving a little bit later than I usually do because I committed myself to driving um, one of my family kids' one of my family friends' kids to school. Um, so I left like 10, 15 minutes later than I normally do maybe a little bit more. Um, so that plus traffic meant I was like a half hour late to logging in for my Zoom class. I couldn't really log in from the car because I was driving and, you know, using data for a hotspot when we're near the end of the month is not great for me. Um, so at that point, I was already like a half hour late to the class and the class is only like an hour and a half long. So I'm like, it's not really worth it. Like, it's just going to be a mess. So I didn't log in. And instead, I sat down to do some homework. I was doing homework for about a half hour, you know, killing time until my in-person class started. And I finally check my school email. And there's an email from my in-person professor saying that class was canceled for the day because her daughter's sick and she didn't want to risk spreading whatever her daughter had around, whatever. Which is all fine and dandy, you know, that the professor should be able to take care of herself and her children. Like, she's doing the smart thing by, you know, staying home sick, or staying home if she might be sick or not spreading things, whatever. Except that email was sent at 8 a.m. And I left my house at 7.55. So not only did I drive to and from Queens for no reason, I was also missed my in-person class, for my Zoom class, for no reason. So, you know, I packed up my stuff, I left, I got home probably around like 11 o'clock, when I get home like 12.30 and rush out the door. You know, I rushed in, I changed, and I rushed back out the door to make it in time for work, which was at 1 o'clock. Um, and because of that lack of rushing, like I'm a creature of habit, I mean, humans in general are creatures of habit. Creatures of habit. Well, I guess each person has their own habit. So sure, creatures of habits. Um, I first off, I went to work on Wednesday. You know, a pretty normal day. Um, and then as I'm leaving, I told one of my tutoring kids, like, "Oh, I'll see you tonight." And he goes, "Wait, it's Wednesday," and I tutor him on Thursdays. And I was like. Oh, right. Sorry. And then like two hours later, because I was planning on being late to his session the next night or asking the parents if I could push it back, like push off our start time for like 15 minutes. So I texted the parents. Uh, I texted the mother. I was like, hey, you know, sorry, I'm late. I should be there in like 10, 15 minutes. And she goes, oh, you know, no problem. He just ran out. Actually, he'll be back soon anyway. Wait a second. It's Wednesday. I was like, oh, right. So I'm told... I messed up the date, not only with the kid, but with his parents, too, which is, you know, super professional. Um, and then Thursday, I went to work and forgot to wear a watch and forgot to wear cologne. Neither of which are crazy, insane, like, problems, but they're things that are part of my routine. Like, they make me feel like I'm at work when I wear my watch and I wear I wear one of, I own two watches. So I wear one of the watches and I wear a cologne that I picked out. You know, I recently got very into my colognes and candles like just scented centered things um and normally 
like it would have bothered me like i wouldn't have done anything about it but as it happened that day there was the eighth grade has on thursdays they usually have first period free well first period for the junior high at two o'clock so i usually get to the school at one o'clock um and i have two groups of elementary schoolers and then uh two groups of junior high kids uh then another group of element then two more groups of elementary kids and then one last group of uh, one last junior uh middle schooler except then when i got to the building a i noticed i wasn't wearing a watch or cologne and that the first group of fifth graders i normally take out his class had a free their class had a free period so i was like this is a sign like it has to be a sign that i'm meant to go home and get a watch and get and put on cologne like i live maybe 10 minutes from the school so like it was easy it was easy to make it there and back in a half hour um period the only thing i thought about was i don't want to lose my parking spot because it's you know not rare but it's uncommon that i get a spot in the parking lot when i show up and i got a spot in the parking lot so i was like you know what i'm gonna take it as a sign i'm gonna go home i'm gonna put you know grab the watch put on cologne and come back if i lose my spot i lose my spot whatever i come back and i had an even better spot i was like okay this is for sure like kismet like a sign from above that i was meant to do it and you know i just you know you know thanks for the opportunity thank you know thanks for letting me go home and do it whatever um but then like between wednesday and thursday like both days was just filled with you know random schedule changes random missed periods or free periods or absent kids because the junior high school is starting midterms now which is kind of late in the year for it um but like just scheduling around it and then they're having their trip coming up the junior high goes on a collective trip every year which is gonna be weird for me because half of my sessions are with junior high kids but half of them aren't so i'm not really sure how that's gonna work i'm, I'm assuming i'm just gonna be in class and just have like four free periods because half the kids aren't there well three free periods um and then in the high school like they were pretty rough this week um definitely because of the full moon like there's this you know legend among teachers that during the full moon the kids are extra crazy and let me tell you it's definitely real one of the kids who i don't know what his deal is he's so he's so anxious about getting in trouble but also runs his mouth but at the same time he's a smart enough kid but he's completely behind in my class and then he tried catching up from the beginning during he asked you know he was completely behind the book he knew what was going on i said okay try reading it over from the beginning which he started doing during class i'm like dude you can't start from the beginning during class and you're always going to be behind listen along in class and start from the beginning on your own time like but like he's also he doesn't want to be in a school he wants to be in a different school which i think he got like waitlisted for or something and he's just like bitter but like 14 year old bitter where they aren't really aware of their emotions or how to name them so it's just messy um and then one of actually my better kids during the full moon he got insulted by something someone else did and my lack of taking action for it because they're 14 so what am i supposed to do one of them farts on another one kick him out of class for that like it was really like what am i supposed to do send him in the corner like so he was upset and i told him he was right to be upset 
there was just nothing I could do about it. So he started ripping up his book. Like, I was like, and he, and I gave him a look and he goes, well, you said it was mine. You said I could do with it whatever I wanted with it, which I did. It is theirs. I did buy it for them. But still, that was just not a great look. And my boss told me about like this official, um, um, like review that I'm going to have. Like he's going to like sit in on my class. I'm just like, okay, like, you know, either, like, you know what goes on, like either it is or it isn't like. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Um, and the kids ask me about next year. And I'm like, hey, I don't know if I want to be here next year. Obviously, I would love a job. And like, I do want that to be my my decision. And it's not like I have another option like lined up. But like, I, I call myself a high school teacher. I see myself as a high school teacher. But most of my time is spent at the elementary school. I just don't want to be shoehorned into that. I want to be a high school teacher. I also understand the fact that I'm 20. And they understand the fact that I'm 20. Um, I think it's also difficult to navigate, um, A, this is my first year as an English teacher, and B, you know, some kids know me, and C, dealing with the religious censorship that goes into English. I mean, math, you don't have to really censor anything other than, you know, angle side size, but with English, it very heavily dictates which books I can and cannot read. Um... And then this coming week, they're, so the way the Hebrew year falls out, the way the Hebrew calendar falls out this year is that there's a leap month. There are generally 354 days in the Hebrew year, the lunar calendar. Um, and then seven times every 19 years, it's all on a cycle. I don't know the cycle off the top of my head, but there are seven times throughout 19, seven years out of 19 that get an extra month. Um, and this is one of those years. So because of that, you know, schools tend to give one of the weekends off. Uh, usually it falls out around February, March time. So generally they do it like President's Day weekend. They give that whole weekend off. So no school Friday, no school Sunday, which I don't work on Fridays or Sundays anyway. But then Monday I have off from both my jobs and from school for the first time in a long time that it's happened that I've off from both from all three at the same time where it's not a religious holiday, it's a legal holiday. So that is definitely something special. And A, I'm going to take it to make up homework that I'm missing. Um, and B, I'm just going to take it to relax, refresh, and come back. Like the high schoolers were off on Thursday anyway because they had their annual ski trip, which I guess is really more of an, an, an inaugural ski trip because, you know, it's their first year. Um, and we're going to take a break. This coming week is going to be an interesting one because, like I said, Monday I have off from both jobs and school. Um, Tuesday is going to be a regular day, but Wednesday I'm not going into the elementary school because I'm fighting a ticket and you know, I have to go into court, which honestly I'm just praying that the cop doesn't show up in the court and the case just gets thrown out. Like some of my friends like, oh, did you like hire a lawyer to take care of it for you? I'm like, um, not really. Like... I'm pretty sure it was for failing at a, to stop at a stop sign, which I kind of stopped, but whatever. But pleading guilty to the ticket would have meant three points on my license. So I don't know what the sentence is going to be. Like, maybe they'll offer me a better plea deal, or maybe, like, I figured that knowing, that having options is better than whatever they were presenting me with. Um, and then Thursday should be, but I'm still going to go into the high school, and I still have class in the morning. And Thursday should be a regular day. And Friday, I have my first 
um, exam of the school season. Um, my Psych 101 class is having its first exam, but it's open notes. It's open Google. Um, I think I'm pretty sure the professor is like a student also, like a like in like the master's program or in the doctor program. Like she's super chill. You know, she gave half the class as a study session, optional study session on Friday. Um, and she's, and like, she, before we, before we started class, like she was going over the test, was, you know, it's 50 multiple choice questions. I was like, oh, is it going to be in like chronological order? Like chapter one questions first, et cetera. Uh, cause it's on four chapters and she goes, oh, would that be helpful for you? And I'm like, um, yeah. And she goes, okay, so we'll do it that way. I was like, oh, great. Thanks. Like. I don't think she's really out to get us, especially because she's, she, I think she's a student also. I'm definitely not an undergrad, but I think she's in like master's or doctorate program. Um, but one thing I noticed about, you know, as a child of divorce, you tend to have a radar for other divorce kids. Like you can pick each other out of a crowded room, but I've noticed that my powers seem to be diminishing. Um, and I think that there is an age barrier among who you can tell um, because, or and or divorce rates are dropping. Um, but I was talking with one of my tutoring kids, the one who I accidentally told I was going to come later that night and really it was the wrong day. Um, and I know his parents are in middle of a divorce. That was one of the first things the mother told me when she called me. Um, and he mentioned that there were three kids in his grade. And I was like, off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone. Who are they? And he told me. I was like, oh, one kid I think I knew, but I don't like him, so I don't really pay attention to him anyway. And the other kid I've known for at least six years, not six, five years, because he was my camper once upon a time. And like, but it wasn't even that I forgot his parents were divorced. It's that... He said the name, and I couldn't even remember the, what the kid looked, who the kid was. I was like, "Oh, that's not good." I see this kid every day. I'm like, I know his name. I just completely blanked on matching name to face. So that was not good. But also, like when one of the teachers told me that she was divorced, I was like, "Really?" Like, I totally didn't know, which means I didn't. And like, I know her kids, which means I didn't know her kids were kids of divorce either. So it's very like. A specific age range and like people you actually interact with like one of the secretaries like she said it and like all of a sudden like oh yeah that makes sense like that is the vibe i'm picking off of you but i didn't recognize the vibe immediately type like i don't know it's very like hit or miss if they're not within your relative social circle um and i was actually reading the thing that you know one one of the things covid really killed were the casual friends type because when people weren't going anywhere, then the only people you were talking to were people you actually knew like very well, like close family or friends or whatever. But like casual acquaintances weren't really a thing anymore. Like people you would just happen to be at at the same place every week. Like let's say you go to a sports bar every Sunday and there's the same crowd of people every time. You don't know their names, but, like, you know each other, and you went through, you know, wins and losses together. I'm paraphrasing the article. That doesn't really exist anymore. Or it didn't when the article was released. And I was like, oh, that's kind of really valid point. 
like our ancillary friendship social skills aren't the best anymore. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, I was thinking about, you know, who my friends are and, you know, what constitutes a friend, um, you know, the people I went to high school with, the people I went to elementary school with, and have since lost contact. You know, I find myself thinking, oh, do they still, are they still in contact with each other? Like, there's quite a few I'm still in contact with, but there's a larger number I'm not. And presumably the story's same for them, that there's quite a few they're in contact with and a larger number that they're not. Uh, I don't know, it's just very, like... Outside of yourself to think about. Um, you know, the relationships you make and what continues those relationships. You know, what makes sure that those continue or don't. Um, I was also talking with a family friend slash quasi-aunt slash quasi-sister slash quasi-cousin slash quasi-mother type of person. Um, I saw a an invitation on their kitchen counter and I was reading it. And at the bottom, it only said the father's name and his wife. It didn't say the mother's name. And I was like, I have an issue. Like, this is an invitation, but it doesn't say the wife's name. And she goes, it's an issue because you don't agree with it? Like, why? Why is it wrong just because it's not the way you would do it? And I thought about it. And, you know, I realized that there was no way I was going to win this argument. So I was like, fine, be mature about it, whatever. Like, I know it's a very self-centered point of view, but we have no option but to be subjective. Obviously, if we thought there was a better way of doing something, we would be doing it. If we thought there was a, an objective right way to do it, we would do it that way. Of course, we think that we are right. If we didn't think we were right, we wouldn't do it that way. But, you know, I think she saw how quickly I backed off. And she goes, yeah, well, that's like my best friend, so I'm not going to let you talk badly about like the way she and her family do things. Like, yeah, it's different, but like for their community, for their social circles, that's the norm to not include the wife's name. I'm like, okay, like whatever, you know, I'm not gonna say anything. Um, like it was a very quick defusal because she very quickly got upset about it, and her husband's family can tend to be more along those lines of not including the woman's name or the wife's name, you know, being very male centric. Um, so I didn't want to veer into that territory of, you know, people like your husband, like, no, that wasn't what I was looking to do. Um, so yeah, I very quickly shut my mouth, but I don't know. It's very like, obviously when people do things differently than you do, you think they're wrong because you think that what you're doing is right. Whether or not it's actually right is irrelevant. But if you didn't think it was right, you wouldn't do it. Like, it's such an obvious answer. But, like, that bleeds into politics as well. Like, I saw things about people not really having good faith arguments. Either they have straw man arguments or they won't listen to you or, you know, they're only listening to find a way to disprove you, not a way to prove their own point. And, you know, how people don't come in with an open mind and a willingness to change. And I thought about that. I said, why would they have a willingness to change if they're so sure they're right? 
that the idea that they might be wrong would completely dissolve their character. And so many people make so many choices based off political views because they tend to bleed into ethical and moral views as well in the way that people live their lives. Um, additionally, that laws get passed because of political views, and those laws can have long-lasting, specifically individual ramifications. So, um, you know, the laws and culture around um, trans rights or trans people in bathrooms and sports teams, or um, the right to choose versus the right to life, or gun control, or uh, voter suppression, or all of these laws, which I am not going to get into detail here because A, I don't want to get political, and B, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of what I'm saying. Um, those laws are have deep personal impacts. So for people to include that within their personalities is not such a far-off idea. And because of that, if they consider the fact that they might be wrong, or if someone tells them that they're wrong, then that is saying that their personality is wrong, and that's a personal attack. So it makes sense that people would be very defensive and very um, ingrained within those beliefs and ideals, myself included. I'm 100% guilty of this. Um, but So it makes sense that sometimes people are unable to have, quote, good faith arguments because it's such a deep part of your personality. Um, that's going to do it for this week. Um, you can come next week. Follow me on Instagram at Simcha underscore Klein. K- that's I-M-C-H-A underscore K-L-E-I-N. Or on Twitter at Samander underscore K-S-A-N-M-A-N-D-E-R underscore K. And you'll hear from me next week.